0: What's good everyone? Chris is starting show here and before we get into today's episode, I just have a couple announcements I want to make. The first one is I have started my own YouTube channel where I'm here to help people save, grow and protect their money, so make sure you subscribe to my channel. And also here on the Roommates platform, I am interviewing people around finances. So I have people coming with real estate, about how to pay down debt, how to invest, all those different things. So I want you all to do to make sure you get your pen and your paper out
1: and take notes because the information that is provided. I've always been a person like I don't, I don't like hyping myself up or speaking on myself or speaking on my name like that. Like I'd rather somebody else do do that for me. You know, a wise mm-hmm. man always told me. I say, when you good, you ain't got to talk for yourself. They, they gonna talk for you. And I think that's a very similar mindset you have to have when you're thrusted into a new situation where you're trying to gain the respect of your peers, of your teammates, or your people at work, or whatever it is. Like, you ain't gotta talk about what you're doing. They're gonna talk for you if you're doing it right.
0: Welcome back to the channel, The Roommate's Family. I appreciate you all tuning in. I have with us a very, very special guest. This is somebody I've literally watched grow up. This is somebody that um, I have admired from a long way. I have seen him put the work in, and when you put the work in, you get the results. And I'm talking about some very, very incredible results. Number one dual-ranked quarterback coming out of high school. We're talking about a Heisman Trophy finalist, and we're talking about a national champion as well. Please, roommates, family, welcome Jalen Hurts. What's good, man? How you feel? I'm good, man. I'm blessed. Uh, blessed. Man, blessed. I appreciate you coming here, man. So, I know you. You know, people in this room know you, but the people that do not know you, can you give my good? Like a- Quick intro about you.
1: Well, I want to tell you, I appreciate you having me on. I've been watching you from afar uh, for a very long time, you know, being cool with my brother. Yeah. Um, watching you grow, watching you in high school, uh, watching you do the things you do now. So for me to, um, for me to be, a, be a part of your show, I appreciate it. I appreciate the opportunity.
0: Real quick before we continue on with today's episode, I just have a question for the men that's watching this right now. What is one of the first things that women knows about you when they first meet you? You guessed it, your face. Now, I know a lot of us are focused on our hairstyles, making sure our teeth and breath is not smelling and trying to grow a beard and things like that. But what you need to also focus on is to start and maintain a healthy skincare routine. And that's why I want to talk about teach Hanley. teach Hanley has helped me start and maintain my skincare routine and it is built and proven for guys like you and me. With over five thousand five star reviews people from around the world are in love with teach handling because they have made it so simple and very uncomplicated with this level one system this all that you need to get started today. Inside the box comes an instruction card that gives a step-by-step guide of which product to use, when to use it, and how much you need to use. I'm telling you, it's very simple, very easy. We'll start off with a daily face wash. You wash your face, get that grit, get that dirt, get that grime from in your face, and then you also have a scrub, a deep clean to get inside those pores that you can use two times a week. That's going to give you a new, fresh look, With your face. Also, you have AM cream. So you can use this moisturizer that can protect you in the sun. So for a lot of y'all that have outside jobs, I'm telling you, this is something that would save your life. And then also, when it's time to go to sleep, you put a nice bedtime moisturizer in. That's all you have to do. Simple, plain, Easy and now you have started your skincare routine and the results will speak for themselves. In addition to have amazing looking skin, members of Teach Handling also get a ton of benefits. You get free shipping across the United States. You get twenty percent off retail price. You get to customize your order. You get to pause and cancel anytime that you want. And because Teach Handling is sponsoring today's video, they're giving my viewers a great deal. Just click the first link in the description and you will get. Get 30% off your first box, plus a free gift. Seriously, that is amazing
1: deal. Fellas, you're welcome. My name is Jalen Hurts. I uh, grew up, born and raised in Houston, Texas. Um, football player, quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Used to play ball, earned my degree in public relations. Yeah, I'm, I'm more than an athlete. Public mm-hmm. relations, communication, uh, minor in communications from the University of Alabama. I still got to go back to Oklahoma, where I transferred to. And finish my my master's in human relations. Thank you, man. I appreciate that,
0: man. That's big. Like, I kind of do want to go back. You know, like we uh, we came from Townview. You know, me playing with your older brother, playing for your father. And you know, I always remembered you as somebody that had a present, but was just really quiet. You know, just (laughs) kept to himself. You know, was you know really sound. You know, really just always around. And I think that's one thing about you that a lot of people don't know that you was always around us, you right. know our football team, even during practice, during film like all that stuff and how like where did that come from like where did the love of the game come from well, for you to do that
1: i think I think kind of growing up the way we did, me and my brother, we was always around the game, always around the game, we always um we were kind of thrown into unique situations um being that the field house was kind of like our daycare. Mm. Um, And when you talk about being in the film room, being on the sideline, playing catch, or um, passing out water even, or doing anything like that, just being around the older kids, like you would think my dad was like some rocket scientist or something, cause it it always works um, in the favor of a coach's kid. Mm. May not be on the field, may be in the coaching, and going down that avenue may be in the business world, but you see a certain type of. It's it's just a different it's just a different gratitude towards the sport, um, from a guy that has been around the game for a long time. And I love football. I know my brother loves football. My dad loves football. Um, and I know any other coach's kid out there just has a special, um, special feeling in their heart when they think about the sport. Think about something they've been around so long, and I I think that's the same for me. Um, I always tell people, like, being a coach's kid, I had the opportunity to see guys like you, like my brother, Stan, everybody, yeah. Chris, Chris Hawkins, like Jackie yeah. Hinton, everybody um, coming out of there. And, you know, I, I saw guys do stuff the right way. I saw guys do stuff the wrong way, mm. you know, and that's, we're talking about seven years old, six, you know, young. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> you know, we all we all got in trouble at time and yeah. we all got handled at times, you know what I mean? But I, I made a decision early on, you know what I'm saying? I'm I am saying i i want to do stuff the right way. Yeah. Yeah. So I can see how maybe my big brother handles situation or how this guy may handle the situation or I can see how not going to class now my dad was my, my football coach, so it went that, that wasn't no option but yeah. um I see, I see the results of that. I see that ain't no good result. That ain't nothing I want to be a part of nor um affiliate myself with. I want to do things the right way. Um to do things the right way and see what it takes me, you know, with right. the work in. So That's big. Like like
0: especially coming from Challen View, you do see, you know, what it's like making the right decision and being, you know, rewarded and then making some questionable decisions and you kinda of see the effects of that. My question to you, what made you decide to play quarterback?
1: Well, I really kind of had to play quarterback because <laughs> um, it was a, it was in the eighth grade and seventh grade, seventh grade. So everybody um, who knows me, they know that I'm, i was supposed to go to North Shore coming up, but I didn't go to North Shore um, because my dad coached at Channelview High School. So I go, I grew up, I go to Tice Elementary. That's deep in in North Shore, mm. uh right past Pine Trails. Sixth grade come around, I go to Cobb, so that's where mm. everybody, everybody <laughs> like, yeah. everybody go to Cobb, sixth grade all the sixth graders. Mm-hmm. Seventh grade, my pops like "Shoot, you might as well, you, you need to come to Channel View. like my brother went to North Shore middle school. Then eighth grade he went to Channel View, as you know. For me, he wanted me to go ahead and just start off in Channel View, uh, ISD. So I made that transition. I left all my friends. I went to Mm -hmm. View, And I had a baseball background. I I grew up, I I wanted to play. I just wanted the ball in my hands for real growing up. You know, I do drills with my brother. I catch balls, um, line up in the backfield. I do quarterback stuff with him. I Mm -hmm. did everything. Um, And then um, came my time to go to middle school. I went to Allen Johnson. And I mean, I had the best arm. Like, (laughs) <laughs> By far, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had the best arm. Um and it was me and my best friend now, Trey Tuck, competing in the uh, a little quarterback competition. And um <laughs> I used to do like little petty things, like throw the ball hard at him, yep. all that. And he hated me, but that's my boy now, my best friend. Best friend, <laughs> <laughs> best friend forever, for real. But now nah, I used to I used to do little things like that and it just kinda started there really. Um but to answer your question, my dad kinda made me Maybe do it because him as a head coach of the varsity team at the high school, he like ain't nobody else in your class yeah can do what you do. So it's kind of where it all started, and I think um I think it was a wise decision. Hundred, I mean,
0: yeah, clearly, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, like so, like the the fact is that you said you know being around us, you know, drills, you know, playing football with your friends, even you know the film study. Does that contribute to who made Jalen Hurts the
1: football player? I think so. I think, um, I mean, I, I, I have, that's like one of the most, that's one of the most profound memories of my young, you know, young life. I'm saying 23 years old now. That is, that is a piece of, that is a piece of my life that I will kind of hold valuable for it forever, mm-hmm. you know. And I think about all the different stories. I think about, you know, all the times, like my I saw my, I saw my dad lose. Like I saw yeah. him lose for a long time. I think about my brother turning things around. I think about me just getting better every year and kind of furthering the identity that's kind of began to be changed. Um I think about the love pop, I love uh, not so much no more. <laughs> I, I like Popeye's though growing yeah, yeah. up. So <laughs> random, I think, but yeah. So every Tuesday in summer workouts, we call it fact, you know. Mm-hmm. And um my pops were like, you know, it was understood I'm getting I'm getting a two-piece special for ninety-nine cent every Tuesday. <laughs> well one Tuesday came up and I'm like seven years old right now. Yeah. And um I'd be in there, I do the little weight room stuff. You had a track team, girls track team. People that's training for football coming up in the fall. Yep. All sports in there. And this guy, I think they called him Flash, I don't know, but I call him Flash because he had a flash on his mm. on the side of his head, like a design. <laughs> Dude was Fast. He was like the track star. Yeah. And my pops was like, at the end of the workout, the weight room workout, they was like doing a like an ab look an ab competition or something like that. And um basically, we're doing six inches, sixty second holds, boom, rest. Probably do some crunches, sixty second holds again. Yeah, boom, rest. Now it's like, okay, give me all you got, like everybody, the whole room. And I'm doing everything they doing, mm. and uh, dude, my pops. Somebody come up and they like. I think my dad came up and he was like, uh, he was like, look, you don't you ain't get no Popeyes if you don't like. If you don't outlast him, yeah, <laughs> and uh, I duked them out like I, I got right <laughs> <laughs> for some Popeyes, Oh, uh, <laughs> for some Popeyes. But funny, funny stories like that, like because it's so, and I and I've seen I've seen so much when it comes to different talent, um, whether it be from North Shore, China View, Port Arthur, all around the state of Texas. But it it, it kind of warms my heart when I see guys that I literally looked up to. And they come back and they like, man, like, keep going, keep putting on for the East, keep putting on yeah. for the H, keep doing what you're doing, cause it's a whole bunch of people that's watching. Yeah. And we remember you like little big yeah. head. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Chris used to call me baby champ. Like, He yeah. said I look like champ baby. Like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I don't forget stuff like that. Yeah. You know, that's that's a part of my childhood. I appreciate that stuff, and I say it all the time because. People don't really understand what that'll do to you, you know. And I feel when you raise a young man, when you raise a child, uh, when you raise a young man, you raise a child. I think it all comes from where you come from. Yeah, that's 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 gonna determine the character of that of that individual or that child. Hundred um, percent. And I, I come from a a, a great family um, with good morals and and good character and and work ethic and you know all about respect, but. That fed off, you know, the, the the people in the field house, the kids that my dad coached, um, all the people that I was able to be around. I think that that rubbed off on me too. So, you know,
0: I, I I think that's huge, man, because a lot of people don't know. I mean, with the with the East, especially with Channel View, you know, especially my freshman year up until my senior year. You know, we. I mean, we were losing.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? We we were. Bro, I be crying with y'all. Yeah, I'm yeah. Eight
0: seven years old crying right yes, with y'all. Yes, yes. I mean, it was it was um some of the most. I I cherish those moments. You know, like you said, like I feel the same way. Like I I enjoy practice. You know, I enjoy hanging out with the guys. Yeah, I enjoy being a part of something special. And then when we made that transition from a pro style to a, like to a, a spread Start style. Spread it out a little bit. I mean, it just it made Challenge and us. And I was I was talking to your brother yesterday. I didn't realize how historic our senior year was. You know, we led Texas in yards. Right. And it was just like I felt like that was like the turning point of Childview football. Yeah. And then, you know, we all watching you. Like we know you're coming. You know, and, and for, you, <laughs> for you to come up and to take, you know, view football to the next level, make it to the playoffs, and for you to go to college and now in the NFL, you know, it was kind of like all of us good to see, you know, you know, you represent us um, very well. No doubt. And I also want to touch on, you know, Jalen Hurst, not, not only on the field, but off the field as well. A lot of, you know, teammates, a lot of people always say they love your character your work at the intangibles where where do you contribute that success to
1: i think my pops i think my pops my my parents as a whole but being around my pops um getting in trouble as a kid getting checked as a kid being able to learn from different situations uh i i appreciate that you know cuz it like i said watching other people mess up and then me messing up um me growing like it allowed me to see you know, the importance of treating people right. Yeah. Leading by action. You know. One one thing one thing I always tell somebody, man, like my pops always said it, you know, but it's like you gotta learn to lay the land. You know what I'm saying? And I've been on a on a number of different football teams, um, a number of different situations. Um, uh, but one thing people people have to understand is, you know, and I think I think um I think freshmen deal with it as they go into college. I think sometimes even um, rookies deal with it as they come into the NFL, you know, and one thing, well, yeah, but one thing, one thing I feel is when you're thrusted into a new, a new situation, a new team, um, I think the number one, the number one thing you want to do, rookie, freshman, um, whatever you want to, whatever new situation you've been thrown into. Um, learn to let the land and go in there with your head down, just go to work. Mm. Go to work. Because nobody you don't gotta impress nobody. You don't gotta try and fit in. You don't gotta try and do none of that. Like just be yourself. You know what I'm saying? The people gonna gravitate to you. People that have the same energy as you, they're gonna gravitate towards you. Um and it's beautiful to be a person of many personalities, many uh be somebody that can fit in with everybody. Yeah. Be somebody that's Hip and cool with everybody, you know what I mean. But I think it's so important for that because sometimes people get lost in the sauce a little bit. They trying to be cool, trying to kick it. Like you ain't got, you ain't got to do all that to kick it. Yeah. But I think that's one thing that's allowed me to, you know, kind of gain that respect for my teammates because that was my number one priority. Like I didn't mm-hmm. care about anything else. I'm gonna gain my respect for my teammates by how I work and how I play, and if they. You know what I'm saying? If they if they fuck with me, they, they fuck with me. like yeah. Yeah. If they don't, then shit, like, I guess I got some more work to do. But, yeah. you know, you know how they go. But being a quarterback is a little different. But I think that's important. No, I agree.
0: I think that's something that not only I see, but the world sees that every team or any situation you go to, they always say, Jalen Hurts won the locker room, you know? And you just said you contribute that to you know your hard work ethic, and you your play on the field. Do you also think it's uh, other factors as well?
1: I, mean, I, I I mean I think I just go into it with the mindset of like head down, go to work. You know, obviously trying and build relationships with my teammates, um, and work. You know what I mean? I've always been a person like I don't I don't like hyping myself up or speaking on myself or speaking on my name like that. Like, I'd rather somebody else do do that for me. You know, a wise man always told me, I say, when you good, you ain't gotta talk for yourself. They they gonna talk for you. And I think that's a very similar mindset you have to have when you're thrusted into a new situation where you're trying to gain the respect of your peers, of your teammates, or your people at work, or whatever it is. Like, you ain't gotta talk about what you're doing. They gonna talk for you if you're doing it. Right, mm-hmm. you know, especially when you're trying to get them on the same, you know, on board with you to achieve something, achieve a common goal, and you just lock in, focus focus on getting better every day, focus on, you know, doing things the right way, everything usually handles itself, and keep God first too, you know, but 100%. without Him, you got to keep Him at the core, and that's something I have to remind myself all the time, because we are human, you know, but Keep him at the core. Keep him in the middle of it, cause can't ever take your take your eyes off him.
0: No, nah, yeah, hundred percent. I like to I like to know your your thought process of you know having success, you know, at the high school level, and you got notoriety. You got you know you got notice. You know, what I mean, you got Coach Saban coming to Chownview to meet you. You know, what was that moment feeling like? Like I got you know these recruits coming. I got this crazy head coach coming to Chownview to come to
1: me. Like what was your mindset and your thought process through all that? It was kinda of surreal when I um when I got the phone call, you know. Cause I was in a weight room, I'm lifting, I had a few different scholarship offers coming in. Um I wanted you to go
0: to U of H, but you know, we ain't gonna talk about <laughs> that. That's right my now. first <laughs> That's
1: my first offer for real. Man, yeah. man. We would have gave you the keys to the city Jay, I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> I would have personally came and gave you the key. <laughs> but um that was my first offer but I'm I'm lifting weights in the weight room, a regular athletic period, yeah. and uh, my pops come in, called me to the office, come get me, and he's like, well, he he give me the phone, mm. he give me the phone. I think he put it on speaker, he might put it on speaker, mm. <clears throat> puts it on speaker. just me and him in the room, and you know, this this guys on the phone like, hey, well, we really. Really like you a lot, um, very interested in you, and uh, we want to offer you, a, you know, a full scholarship to come play quarterback at the University of Alabama. Mm. Um, watch the tape, whole breakdown, um, and we're trying to transition to having a little, you know, mobility back there, do a threat. Um, you know, they like the way I play the game and play the position. So, you know, they offer me a scholarship. I get off the phone. And I get off the phone. and ask my dad. I was like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm obvi- obviously it was Alabama. Yeah. You know I just got off from Alabama. I'm like, and oh, that Coach Kiffin? He's like, Nah, that's Coach Saban. <laughs> and that, and and just that moment right there, like, that was a, that was like, that was a, a crazy moment for me because I'm a big NCAA fan. Like, yeah. I'm an NCAA fan. Yeah. So I'm playing the game. I'm. You know, like I love college football with all my heart, and to you know receive a receive a scholarship offer to come play for the best uh, coach that's ever done it, and I was like sixteen years old, sixteen years old when he called me like that was crazy. Man, I know I'm sure that feeling was crazy.
0: Like, like when you got to you know Bama, you know it, it's it's Bama. You know you see you see these guys they ain't for you no more. You know. Like, with the the competition, with the athletes there, I'm sure you didn't feel threatened, but what was, like, the thought process of, like, like man, I'm really in the SEC
1: right now? Well, I was, like, so my class, we had Miller Forrester, um Miller uh Jonah, and it was myself. We came in as true freshmen. Mm. Early, we early enrolled. Yeah. So we were like the class of 2016. We early enrolled, so basically, like for my senior year of high school, I skipped prom. Well, I came back, but I skipped the second semester of my senior year. So and you went was to in Alabama in January, right. Of right. 2016. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah, right. I got you. So I graduated early from high school. I went up there to Alabama, and my whole family we drove down, like. You know, and you got to take summer school. So I did all the things. I prepared for it. I knew that's what I wanted to do. Went to Bama early. Um, went to Bama early. My family came up there, dropped me off, you know. And during that time now, semester hadn't really just started yet, it was about to start. But mm-hmm. Bama was, it was like January 8th or so. Bama was about to play Clemson in the national title. Mm-hmm. So, really the whole reason of me coming early like I did was they about to go play Clemson. They had sound Washington, Scout. And so, yep. my pops was like, you know, you know I, why don't you get a guy that, I mean, I know he coming in, but you bring him in a few days earlier to Coach Saban, a brilliant guy. Mm. But pops came up with this like on some, <laughs> like he, I guess he, I don't know, like, I don't know it's crazy. Yeah. He just pulled it out and he was like, hey. Coach, why don't you just let him come run the scout team because he's probably going to give you, you know, it's like a proudly, but it's like yeah. basically I'm saying I know he's going to give you the best look, but he's probably going to give you the best look of this guy. You know, you about to go play. Coach Saban hadn't thought about that idea. Didn't really, you know, that did not even cross his mind. So that, and, that ends up bringing Jonah and Miller along the way. You know the other three, other two guys that were coming in with me, and we go in, we practice, we we'll, we we'll do our physical, I move into my dorm, all that, we go to practice. Straight, we straight thrown into the fire, um, and I'm straight like off of my high school year. I'm practicing with a team that's about to go play in the Natty, and keep it keep it G like I'm really about to go practice against like the number one defense in the country. Like yeah. I'm 17 years old. Yeah. And uh, seventeen years old, I'm pra- I- I'm thrusting to it. I'm, I'm practicing against. Uh, I put the number four jersey on everything. Practice against Ruben Foster, Reggie Ragland, Jerron Jeez. Reed, Tim Williams, Cy Jones, Eddie Jackson, Minka Fitzpatrick. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Marlon Humphrey.
0: Oh my god, it's getting worse
1: uh, and worse. Ayan Robinson, like it- it's loaded. Yeah, it's loaded, and. That's when I kind of gained the mindset of, hey, I'm going to earn my respect with what, by what I do on the field because in them three days of practice, I had the opportunity to practice against them and because I couldn't travel to Arizona. That's where they played because yeah. I was still, um, you know, kind of un uh, ineligible. Yeah. But in them three days of practice, you know, I'm, I'm out there. Coach was like, Coach Kirby Smart told me, he was like, just do you. Just do you. Mm. All right. So they, you know, they call some passes it's seven on seven. I'm throwing hold shots. I'm yep. ball out. Whatever. Yeah. I'm throwing. I'm throwing it to double covers. Like I'm just doing. I'm <laughs> yeah. just. I'm. You trying to give them a look. Whatever. I mean. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying they telling me throw the ball. Like don't hold the ball. I'm like I probably wouldn't throw this, but whatever. <laughs> they call some quarterback runs. I'm getting loose a little bit, you know what I mean? Getting freaky, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was just one run, bro. It's one run, and if you'd ask my dad, ask my brother, um, I felt like that was the moment. that I was like, "Yeah, are like, you ready? You ready?" We well, they call like they showed the a little paper. It's like speed option to the right. Mm. So, called speed option. They never seen my moves before, so I know it's gonna work. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. <laughs> I speed out not with, with a little chop, then I pump fake it, Reggie Raglan. Uh, that's my boy, but <laughs> that's, that, 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 that's when my people was like, okay, yeah, he ready. You know what I'm saying? I can leave Tuscaloosa knowing that he, he where he belong. Yeah. And um, now it ain't get sweet though. cause. Kirby Smart, Coach Saban, you know Jay Reed, all them over there. They like, hey, y'all letting this, you know, y'all letting this. This he supposed to be in high school. He come over doing. So they start trying to punish me. Oh man! They start trying to punish me. They start trying to punish yeah. me. And they they for so they for so got right. <laughs> they got right. <laughs> but um, I think that was the moment. I think that was the moment. That whole sequence right there. That was the moment where. I not only earned the respect of my to be teammates, um, but I found out a lot about myself, like and yeah. where I belong. I w- I wanna know,
0: like, after that moment, I kinda I feel like I know the answer, but how did you stay motivated? Because coming where we came from, there was athletes in Childview. There's just nobody really knew. They got some success, they either regressed. Or they let the success get to their head. They stop putting the work in. They stop showing up to practice. You know, how did you not let that happen in your career?
1: Shoot. Well, when I went, I mean, when I went to Bama, I mean, I've told the story before. Um, in high school, my pops would try and motivate me in, in a, a number of different ways. Um, and if you were to go into my room right now. You would see all these different things on the wall, writings on the wall, articles on the wall, mm-hmm. um, all these different things on the wall. People, and you know what I'm saying their opinion, like little blogs or whatever. And this is a Texas high school football stuff, like yeah. big deal in Texas. Yeah. And um, I like it would be little stuff like I'd be in the I'd be in the field house waiting to go home. <laughs> you know, the little whistle he yeah. whistled me now in there. I know there. that whistle all too well. He whistled me in yeah. there. Don't say nothing, just Jalen Hurts, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Or such and such better than such and such. He not the number one, you know, through a threat in Texas. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, blah. Like, and at that age, I'm like, I'm like, <sighs> like I, I, it really a like, fire in me because. Mm. It got to a point. I'm like, man, I'm not getting the respect I deserve in high school. All that, and it all ended up selling itself. Um, but I think, I think it kind of started there, you know, because I think um, I never, since the early age, like, I think, I think it's, I think there's a lot of value in letting things motivate you, but you can't let that change your why and why you're doing it. Because mm. all my life, I just wanted to be the best. I want to win. Whatever it took to win, but I was never trying to prove anybody else wrong. Yep. Like I wanted to prove myself right that I am a champion, that I am a winner, that I I can do anything that you know what I'm saying. I stand ten toes down on to put my mind to. Um, and I think, I think, I, mean, I think my pops put that in me in many ways. For real, yep. I think my pops put that in in me in many ways.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I agree. I think that that why is powerful and I'm, I'm asking you to see if you could tell me a time when you personalized it like yeah you know our father coaches they put stuff in us you know even even biblically like yeah you can go to church right. but if you're going you have to personalize your why personalize your relationship with god you know and i'm asking you this because there are men watching i know it's gonna be young athletes watching you know they have to make that transition for themselves. So, what is Jalen Hurts' why, and how did you find that? And you can you can share that information for the people that's watching right now.
1: Um, I think my why, just to win, mm-hmm. just to win, and and enjoy the ride. You know, enjoy the ride, because I know from experience that it's not going to always be easy. Yeah. And ain't everything ain't gonna be handed to you. You gotta go take it. You know, and I and I and I want people to understand that, you know, things are gonna happen along the road. Things are gonna happen along the road. But you gotta look your you gotta look yourself in the mirror, you know what I'm saying? Say, I control my own destiny, I'm no I'm the master of my faith. You know what I mean? And go get it. And go get it. Um but I think there's a ton of value in that, you know, when when you when you had that moment, and you look yourself in the mirror like, "Hey, man, I'm locked in on what I want to achieve. I'm locked in on my goals. I'm locked in on what I want to accomplish, and then go get it. The work, the work, the work will always show, um, you know. And of course, you want to surround yourself around, um, surround yourself around positive energy. You know what I mean? Because that that'll go a long way too. Who you got? Who who do you have in your circle?" Birds of a feather flock together, so I got people trying to taste greatness I want to be around them type of people yeah you know what I mean but I think I think a lot of things come from my dad and um in its own way it comes from every little experience every little experience any any little thing you can learn from anything you can see from somebody else like take it and soak it up like a sponge yeah because I think that's the story of me and that's why I never put a ceiling on where I can go. Because I'm always learning.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm always taking up as much as I can. And I don't I don't I don't have losses, I have lessons. Like mm. I learned from all of that. I, I'm a competitor, you know what I mean? I'm um passionate about what I do and I want to do it the best yeah. the first time.
0: Yeah. You
1: know what I'm saying? But sometimes sometimes you gotta get hit in the mouth a little bit to get right. Yeah. And, and I think this generation, I think a lot of people today forget that, like mm. you get caught up in, I ain't, and I, I ain't planning on going this route, but <laughs> I mean, you know where I'm going with it. You get caught up in social media and worry about what everybody else doing, yeah.
0: where,
1: where everybody else thinking like, just, just lock in on you. Yeah. Worry about you, worry about what you got going on, you know, worry about what you got going on. Everybody's their own self, yeah. and you got to stick to that and be that, and trust in yourself, trust in God. You know, that, so gonna work out for you
0: no I, I got put that's, the
1: work in too. gotta put the work in I think that's uh
0: beautifully said, you know, and the work that you put in it showed up and shows on the football field. I want you to describe the feeling like you know sitting down at your grandmother's house, you got family close friends around you, and you get drafted
1: how did, how was that feeling for you, man <laughs> <laughs> I watched the video <laughs> I watch the video often, and it's like. It's like wow, like you know, my sister kind of like me. She's stoic, she calm, she really don't give much to anybody. Mm-hmm. And I seen her turn up like I never saw before, mm-hmm. like. And that's that's the excitement I love. Like, you know, the the question we asked earlier, like, what's my why? Like, yeah, I do this cause I want to win, I want to be great, but I don't forget where I come from. You yeah. know, my family. Um, what they did to, to get me to this point. And every time every time I go out there, like I I got the hurts on my back. I got that name on my back and that represents my five people.
0: Yeah.
1: My five people. You know, include myself. But yeah. <laughs> my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister. Like that's what it represent. Yeah. Um, but to see them, to see to see my family just embrace that moment. Um Knowing that it came a long way, and and knowing in that moment that he just not like he's just not starting. It's only beginning. Yeah. Um. It was a special moment. It was a real special moment.
0: Yeah. Do you feel like you have a lot of responsibility as a twenty-three-year-old? Cause you you are you got the keys to the Philadelphia Eagles. You know what I mean you got keys to a football team. You know that that comes with the good and that comes with the bad. So how do you handle that responsibility?
1: I think um I think I used to, I mean I used to joke around about it, you know, with my pops, um, you know them, them, them conversations we would have late nights. Um, my junior year at, at Bama when I went starting. You know what I'm saying? And it was a a very unprecedented situation very unprecedented situation to have the success I had and not be playing. Like Yeah. yeah. That that never happened before. You yeah. know what I mean? So it was hard for people to tell me like you need to act like this, act like that. Like, how you gonna tell me to act like this? And you never seen this before, like <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Go, really? call, go call somebody like you can't call nobody and be like, Well, how did you handle this? I got a player going through this. Like yeah. Nah this it's the first it's the first of its kind. Um But people were enamored by how I handled the situation, how I am as a man. Um, It's like they were just blown away. Like, oh, he has such great character. Like, I was just doing what was right. We were
0: just talking about just being a good teammate during that time? Yeah, like,
1: I was, I was, I felt like I was just doing what was right. Um, But, I joke around it, we would joke around about it like, you know, you you eighteen years old, nineteen years old, you you dealing with grown men stuff. Yeah. So when you bring up me being twenty-three, having all the different things that um I have and I have to deal with, um, I, I really don't look at it as I have to deal with it. I get to deal with it 'cause it's the opportunity that I that I have um and I work for. Yeah. You know and and I know there's a ton of different people out there that wish they were in my shoes. They wish I, they wish they had the opportunities I had. You know, and I I don't take them for granted. I don't take them for granted.
0: How do you have that tunnel vision? And before I'm gonna let you think about that as I say this, because like I said, there's men, there's athletes that are watching this. They're checking social media. They're checking the reports, and you know, even for you, you got, you know, all these different analysts and sport analysts you know, saying whatever. You know, but how do you keep that tunnel vision and block out that noise?
1: Everybody in their pens don't deposit at the bank. That was easy.
0: <laughs>
1: Tell me, say that one more time. Tell one more time, please. Everybody in their pens don't don't deposit at the bank. Mm. You know. <laughs>
0: I, don't know. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I, I guess I move on. You know what I mean? I, I, you know, I like it. I like it. So. This is, this past season was your first time being the full starter with the Eagles, you know? The first 10 games, y'all went four and six. What's going on through your mind at that time?
1: <laughs> it's so crazy because I'm like, you know, I go talk to the media, right? Yeah. And I tell them the same things. Very persistent yeah. with what I say. That's, that's what I feel. You probably not trying to hear the same stuff I'm trying to tell you, but yeah. what I said is is what I said and what I feel. You know what I mean? And I go up there, I be like, man, from day one, like I remember we lost to we lost to the Chiefs the third game. Mm-hmm. Could have sworn we had like five touchdowns taken off the board, like mm. crazy. Mm. But was pretty efficient on offense didn't score in the red zone. That's what you have to do in the NFL. You gotta score in the red zone. You gotta, yeah. gotta win on third downs. Yeah. But I'm sitting here looking at the game, I'm like, man, we're so close. We're so close. And we sort of transition um from schematically from kind of air raid, you know, forty times a game, 35 plus, to it went to like twenty. It was mm-hmm. games where I had twelve, but we, you know, we beaten like, you know, we beating them. Crazy. Yeah. Um, we started four and six, and at that point, I think more so when we were two and five, I was like, "Dang," because I want to say we had just played the Raiders. You got crazy stuff happening, you know. Snap hitting, snap hitting the guard, mm. like uh, the guard tap doing a little signal to snap mm-hmm. the ball, hitting his hand, coming under mine. Yeah. I'm I'm missing it. Uh just little things were happening. We taking having touchdowns taken off the board. Um coming out slow, slow starts, coming back in the end of the game, not having enough time. Like we yeah. put ourselves in some really bad situations. Um, but the whole time I knew, like I knew we were so close. Yeah. And that's the point I was making earlier. Um I knew we were this close for putting it all together. Um, complimenting one another, um, both sides of all three phases of the ball. And putting everybody in situations to succeed. Um, I knew we were close and it things t- change. Yeah. yeah, things change, but it took some belief. It yeah. took some faith. You know, it took some time, it took some it took some, it took, some it took some patience and it took some faith yeah. between everybody. Um and it and it and it, and, it, and everybody had to remain diligent. And I think I think coming into this season, you know. I could care less what everybody say. I yeah. could care less what anyone else's expect expectation was, other than my guys, yeah. my coaches, and what they wanted. You know what we wanted to go out there and do, and what we wanted to go out there and accomplish. And think about the the grit it took, the togetherness it took to to come together, um, and find and find that you know find that swag as a team, find that find that groove as a team where we put ourselves in the playoffs, yep. a team that started two and five, yep. a team that was written off, that nobody expected to do anything, that, you know,
0: no, that's exactly why yeah, I asked you that crazy. question.
1: I mean, because, be, like, people
0: have to be able to understand, you know, when things don't go your way, you got to really look back and evaluate. And I liked what you said that, you know, you had faith and then y'all came together as a team. And like you said, y'all turned around five and three, made the playoffs, you know. So with that being said, those kind of uh, actionable changes that you made leading into the next season. Because, you know, from when I, on the outside looking in, Philly looks like a city that's hard to play in. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> it looks like a real hard city to, to play in. And, you know, their expectation is playoffs at least again. Oh, yeah. You know, so how can how can uh, or what can you do to make sure that you give your team the best opportunity
1: to make to the playoffs as the leader of the team man well look I tell you this I tell you putting ourselves in a situation this year um knowing that we have so much coming back knowing that we were so young yeah got Kelsey coming back um but but knowing who we were as a team and knowing how we started off this year and knowing that we put ourselves in a position we put ourselves in, like, standards been set for this group. Yeah. You know, for, for Smitty, for myself, for yeah. Dallas Goddard, excuse me, for the defensive side. It's, it's been set. This is this is what we are. Yeah. This is what we want to continue to be, and we want to grow off of that. We win the first round, and we didn't play our best game. Yeah. We, we didn't play our best game. Um, and our credit to the team we played, but we didn't play our best game and we were, we, we, didn't, we didn't put out a, you know, representation of who we were as a football team. Um, Cause we were way better than what we showed. Um, but I think about next year and I think about um, everything that we've kind of gone through last year, knowing that we have so many different pieces coming back, um, everything that's been put into it and that's being put in now, um, the, I think the only direction is to rise
0: mm-hmm.
1: um I think the only direction is to rise and um going back to the fans i I love the fans I love the fans because mm-hmm. the yeah. they're passionate um they're gonna support you they're gonna keep it a bug with you yeah um but they but they're gonna ride with you like when the other team come into the into the stadium they they the enemy like yeah. you, you you no we're gonna make you as uncomfortable as ever you know what I mean um, and yeah. it 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 really it really helps in the games, them home games where it's it's getting rowdy out there. Like yeah. I remember the Saints, like we jumped out real fast. The thing was jumping, <laughs> like that's because the fans and they love when we turn them up too, you know. But and I I I, I kind of leave you with this nugget, man. Like I've always been my own biggest critic, so when we talk about anybody. Having expectation for me, or opinion or whatever, like what you think mine's is, what you yeah. how you think I'm thinking, like yeah. what do you think my expectations for myself are? They're higher than anybody else. My standards are higher than anyone else else's standards for me. Um, so I'm gonna always be my biggest critic and everything, and and I, I'm gonna always try to put on, you know what I'm saying. For for the name on the back, for the name in the front, yep. my teammates, everybody, I put the work in with, and, and for the city, cause I know, I know what they want to see. Mm-hmm. so I, I, work, mean, I, work, yeah. I work to give it to them. You know what I mean. That's my quarterback. <laughs> 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 nah, man, like
0: I think I think that's beautifully said because, and I, I read somewhere that this is the first time since high school that you had consecutive play callers going to another season because each season or college or another season with a new coach, you basically had to, you know, um, go under and, and have to, that kind of time with. So it's really good to see that you can have some kind of stability to launch yourself
1: next year. Yeah, and I have, um, you know, i built a great relationship with my coach. We talk on the regular, um, Built a great relationship with Coach Sirianni um, and his family. Uh, coach Brian. Brian, my dad Coach Brian, my quarterback coach in, in high school, mm. so I've damn near known him my whole entire life um, at Baytown Lee, so him seeing me grow up and mature kind of like you guys did, he recruited me to Mississippi State, mm. you know what I mean, so he took a job at Mississippi State, recruited me there, um, ended up going to Bama though, but I always had a relationship with him, and now I've had the opportunity to be coached by him, and I um, mean, we kind of, we, we kind of know, we kind of know what time it is. It's really understood, you know. The, the standards have been set for us, and and I think for me, I look back on on my track record of just like from my freshman year in high school, it goes back, and it and it all matters. Just keep doing this, just keep doing this, just keep doing this, and I know, I know, I know how I work. You know what I mean? I know how I work and that don't that that will never be a question for me, but anybody out there watching, man, just just keep working. Put the work in and, and it'll always handle itself. Always handle itself. Um keep growing, keep taking steps and keep stacking days on days and um it'll show. And I think um I think when you look at just just my growth, my whole entire career, um, Even with the different changes that have come along the way, uh, all the moving pieces, whether it be different coaches from year to year, moving from school to school, from year to year. Um, Even in the league, having a different coach every year. Um, My first two years, I had different coaches um, and play callers. I mean, always finding a way and always getting better throughout it all. So um, it's, it's, it's it's definitely nice to see some consistency now and Kind of see, okay, this is it. This is it. This is the situation. Let's put it together. Let's let's go do something special.
0: Beautiful. All right. So, Jay, I want to know your feeling when you got that first paycheck, (laughs) that first paycheck show up into
1: your bank account. What was that feeling like? Jeez, this is like my grandma giving me two hundred dollars for Christmas. Like, <laughs> I wasn't about to do nothing with it. It's yeah. gonna stay there. See, my brother would b- blow all his money. Oh lord, <laughs> he taking shots. <laughs> Probably not no more though. Yeah, you know it's yeah, no yeah. man stuff, but, it <laughs> but um, I I really do, I really don't. I, I'm not I'm not a wasteful person when it comes to money, I, and I don't. Where did you learn that? Because I feel like as as a
0: young age, you know, you like I said, social media plays a part. Right. Music videos plays a part. You got chains. You got the cars. You got to buy the bottles. You get the bottles to bring the women. The women ain't cheap. We already know that. Well, so I, so it's I like I
1: don't even drink. So Well, there you got to do it hey, man, that. You save money right there. <laughs> <now? laughs> I Ain't no a section. I ain't never did none of that. Like. <laughs> so where did I that that where did that come from? Because you're you're so.
0: You know not the norm of some of your peers right. so why why
1: what makes you different in in the aspect when it comes to money um i I just think it's a little wisdom, you know, and I think it's my intentions, you know what i'm saying it's it's okay to spend it's okay to do what you want to do um if you if you find value in that, and in that moment, if I want to buy this if I want to buy this design or whatever you know what I mean if I want to um Get a spot in the section and have everything on me if I want to pay for the dinners. Like you can do that, If that would make your heart, you know, go pity pat. Like go good, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If it make you feel good.
0: Yeah.
1: But I've just never been that guy. You know, I know I've, I've done a GQ um, thing and kind of talked about something similar, but yeah. it was kind of all laid out like, hey, I'm a, I'm i I'm to donate this. I'm going to use this on clothes. I man I'm going to work I ain't got to impress nobody yeah truthfully you get to this point like I'm I'm blessed to say like people send me a lot of you know a lot of stuff they want me to wear and, yeah. and stuff like that and well anything extra you can't
0: wear I mean I'm like, not oh, saying Oh for
1: sure
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying But nah. people,
1: p- people 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 you no know, I, I go to my locker and, and it's all love and support you wow. know what I'm saying but people I, I pull up to my locker and I have packages from places in Cali, hats from Cali, um, all these different places all across the country, and they just want me to wear their brand. And I mean, I, I'm just—I just show love organically. Like I wore a hat yesterday to the Sixers game. You know, I mean, I, I like the hat. I'm a rock it. Yeah. You get your pub. I rock the hat. We cool. Um, but I never really have to spend money on. I mean, spend my money on just. Trying to buy crazy clothes. Like one thing I'll do, and if I go out of town somewhere, if I go out of town, and I don't really like moving around too much, but if I go out of town like a Miami or Cali, um, and it's a store like a Neiman, mm-hmm. or uh, I don't even know the other one.
0: Uh, exact, exactly.
1: Yeah. I I think I've been a Neiman only.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that's the one I remember. But if I go to a place, if a place like that is in the area where I'm at, I slide in there and I treat myself. I go get a sweatshirt, crew neck, uh, whatever. But I ain't stupid enough, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it ain't that deep, cause yeah. I'm still the same guy. You know what I'm saying? I go to, you know, tip top <laughs> and get me a <laughs> tip top off of Wood Forest and get me a uh, a white tee. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, the corner stove by by to go over there and get me a white tee or something like that. So, I be I'm straight on all that for real. But.
0: I, I would like to see that like mindset translate to other players because you know there's horror stories how I call it. You know you got documentaries called Broke. You see you know social media posts of people spending twenty thousand dollars on dinner as like I don't know initiation to rookies. You know, and then you see stats out there that's like 78% of NFL players after they retire go bankrupt after only two years.
1: I pray I'm never in that situation. Um, I really do. I pray I'm not in that situation because it's tough. That's tough.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think I think it's... uh I think the, the conversation on financial literacy is very important, you know, why you need to educate yourself. I think also... I put it on the OGs in in the locker room as well. You know they seen yeah. the good and the bad. You know with players.
1: Well, you get some some people that hang around different crowds, um, mm-hmm. and they're in different situations, and they're different around the. Yeah, they're in they're in crowds of different people, ranging from different income.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, so you gotta learn you how know, to you Jaca, know stay in your lane.
1: You know, DJ when he was when he was with Philly, like that was my guy. Yeah. I'm not about to go buy the same amount of stuff he buy because we don't get the same money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's just reality. We 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 got different lifestyles. We in different situations. Um that's that's how it is. And I think, you know what I'm saying, you can't I'm not gonna look over my shoulder and be like, okay, shit, he got, <laughs> got BB's popping, like, that go crazy. Like, no, nah, I'm good with my little two chains I got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with my little Earring from uh, what's the store right off of uh, Uvalde or uh, right off of Wallaceville by food, by food Town. Man, oh. I go in there every time I come yeah. home to Houston, I go in there and I get me some a, some big hoops for $9.99. Like, wow, yeah, they be like, Oh, he got the earring, yeah, like, yeah, uh, fresh, huh? <laughs> like, I get, <laughs> I get two, I get two. But I really only ride one, so I really hit the league. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. man, people 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 um have different interests. People have their um different things that they desire growing up. And it's not a problem if you don't. I never grew up with a dream car, I never grew up with um something. I gotta buy this, like yeah. I went to the mall I first got some money. I bought me some bought me some Philly gear, buy me some some uh, bumper jackets.
0: Yeah, you gotta wear jackets. Find, cold up facts.
1: <laughs> find, find me a find me a place to stay, find me some food, um, and I was chilling. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, no, I, I think that's uh, that's remarkable because it's even not about the professional players that go through that. People go in real life goes through that. Like you know, they gotta take the vacations, they gotta drive the car. I've only it.
1: been on one vacation but they they gonna think I'm cheap 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 like i, I, I ain't, it's not because of the the money or anything yeah. like that but i mean i just i just you know it's a i think i think it's a it's a blessing to be able to um be in a situation where you know you can you can kind of move slow and steady you know what i mean slow and steady wins the race like there's no rush for me to buy this, spend this, drive yeah. this, none of that. Like all that stuff is yeah. gonna come organically, you know. And you know, I know for guys still, I mean, when you go in the first round, like you get a that, that money's a little different. Yeah. You know, once you get to the second, it's really good money. Yeah. You know, playing it in the league as it as is, but um, it's a huge drop off from what, you know, those guys get so I mean I'm just i my head down. So the other stuff, you know, the big big stuff will come one day, you know what I mean? But
0: Oh yeah. Nah, I agree. And that
1: shit might sit in sit in the bank forever too. <laughs> Who knows? I like
0: it. I like it. Jalen man, I appreciate you coming and sit down appreciate with me, you, man. man. This is this is something that um really is life-changing for me. It's something that I will, you know, cherish, you know, forever. And I'm glad that you are, you know, my first official you know, standalone interview. And it, it just shows a testament of, you know, yourself and who God is, you know, to really bring, you know, stuff full circle and to really have you a part of uh, this experience and every person in this room, you know, I greatly appreciate it, man. Um, so, in some closing words, uh, for to inspire, you know, the men that's trying to be, you know, in your position, the, the quarterbacks that want, you know, to have um, the opportunity that you have? What are some words of encouragement for those guys?
1: Well, you know I'm saying? I want to I tell you first and foremost, uh, I know we ch- we've been trying to do this for a minute. Um, and I'm, I'm happy I got to do it with you. Happy I got to do it with you and be a part of this. Um, appreciate everything that you're doing, all the growth that you've made, strides you've made. And um, just like I'm telling you, I'll tell anybody else, just keep going keep going anything you push your mind to, you can do um, understand that there'll be there'll be bumps along the road you know what I mean that's gonna be some things that happen but that is life yeah that's life um learn from them and, ke- and keep calm keep climbing I um, mean bring somebody with you bring somebody with you you know what I'm saying the, the world the world need more leaders need more people of high character uh, people that are willing to do things the right way be respectful of the people around them that, that goes a tremendous tremendously, uh, uh, a really long way, you know? So I just send love to everybody, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Go get it.
0: So yeah, roommates, y'all know how we rock, man. So any words of encouragement, any thank you for Jalen? Jalen, where can, where can they find you for guys to, you know, give
1: some uh, good good kudos for you to the, uh, for next season? <laughs> yeah, y'all can hit me with a follow, Uh, Matt Jalen Hurts, J-A-L-E-N-H-U-R-T-S um, on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, y'all enjoy the show. Yes, sir. All right, we're out. Boo.